0: Hello, everyone, uh, and welcome to the Kirkenbauer Half an Hour to the Second Power. I am Bill Kirkenbauer. I'm your host, and my assistant sidekick engineer guy I talked to, uh, Jason Willette, is also here. Jason?
1: The website you need to know is H-A-F-F-E-N-H-A-U-E-R.com. Go there. Catch up on the old episodes. Leave us feedback, and make us a part of your lives. You may have a made- you might have a day, a month is much too much, or wouldn't you say? A second is too short and eon too long. A week is just stupid and so is this song.
0: Bill, what's going on today? Well, I tell you, we're going to class up the place. Holy shit. We're really going to class it up tonight. Do you think that's a good idea? Well, I don't know. I don't know if we can handle it. Our guest tonight is a a gentleman I've known for many, many years. Uh, uh, He and I were in a movie together years and years ago that he'd probably rather forget about. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was, well, I don't know. It was early in his career. It was early in my career, but uh, uh, we've known each other for a long time. He's gone on to uh, um, have an illustrious career as a, not only an actor, but a producer and, and a director. And everybody always wants to direct, and he's done that. He's also from an iconic American acting dynasty. And I'd like to welcome to the show tonight, oh, he, he, he won an Emmy? He's been nominated for just a, a great career. We and he's get nice, it, we get it. He's awesome, I know, I know. get to it, Jesus. Yeah, 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 I know. This is like when, when I do things and someone wants to read my IMGb. <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, we'd like to welcome to the show, Mr. Adam Markin. All hey Adam, right. how you doing?
2: Hi Adam. Hello, hello. Oh, and that's yes. all the time we have. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Huge
1: honor, Adam. Thank you for this so much. Uh,
2: the honor is all mine. Mm. It, it's, it's good to be reunited with Bill, and it's very nice to meet you. And
1: uh, now, do and, you want to uh, tell? Do you want to tell him what you told me? What? Adam, Bill thinks that at some point you didn't. No,
2: no, no no come come on on. now you've got to come Come on on. this is too provocative (laughs) bill bill (laughs) thinks at some point that i i maybe maybe
1: maybe regarded him as you know i don't know i don't know it's he says he thinks he thinks you didn't like him at some point
0: is that (laughs) is that true bill yes well i just thought I don't know. You're a very low key.
1: Let's guy. go to the tape. Let's go to the tape. Uh, no, Chad? no, 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 no.
2: <laughs> Was there no, something I said or did specifically no, that just, made you feel that way? No, it's just that just I think because vibe? you're
0: such a classy, maybe it's my own insecurity, but I've always felt that, you know, you're, you're such a classy, well trained actor from this, this great. Uh, uh, acting family and i don't know i and i'm just you know stand-up comedian and but but you've always been nothing but nice to me it's not like you, know, you were you were Dude, you know I, I
2: i i have i've always had nothing but uh respect for you and uh, oh well thank you, you, you. know what when, when when i when i came out to la and and uh i i, I you know i made a point of um uh, of really making choices that 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 you know and, and was given opportunities that I hope made it clear I didn't think of myself as an artiste. I, uh, I I was always really primarily interested in just proving that I could you know make a life for myself in this business. So was there a I, little I,
1: bit was there a little bit of like imposter syndrome? Were you afraid of being seen as a dilettante at point at at some point or?
2: I I think that I was I had a dual thing going on, which mm. was that I, I very much wanted to um, prove myself independent of my father, but simultaneously, I, I, I wanted very much not to be compared to him and, uh, sure. and And one of the best ways to not be compared to him was to make it very clear that I did not think of myself as particularly special or mm. gifted, but just you know, somebody that that had enough of the goods to be able to make a go of it, and um, and and I I've I've never look you know in terms of you being a, a comedian I I, you know, I just finished um, three seasons of, of Get Shorty, uh, fantastic by with, the way with, Adam. Ray, with Ray with Ray Romano uh, doing <laughs> unbelievable work and and you know obviously Ray started out. Primarily as, as, as doing stand-up, and, and uh, right, and I, I don't. I think those th- those kinds of judgments uh, are are foolish and uh, and unproductive, and and certainly nothing I ever applied to to our relationship no, you've at all. Always no. been
0: nothing, but and when we did uh, this movie, we did was called Full Moon High. <clears throat> I think it was the second movie I did. And yeah. uh and, and you were always nothing but nice to me. I just I don't know, maybe it was my own security. I just kinda of felt like uh, you know, we're I just this comedian here trying kind of, <laughs> to <laughs> yeah, Or
2: maybe or maybe or maybe there's something about me that even when I'm being nice to people, uh still comes off like an asshole. Yeah, and Adam Adam you Adam know, Adam allows Adam. them to think that they're that they're being good. Do you have
1: resting bitch face?
2: Uh, I, I I think I do. Must have, uh, right? Maybe that's yeah, what Bill picked up I, on. I, I have resting bitch face. You should work I,
1: on I, that, Adam. <laughs> I,
2: I even have uh, I even have a uh, uh, manic effort bitch face. What now? What is that? <laughs> it's it's just where you really like clench and 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 kind of grunt and still come off bitchy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can't imagine. So- Okay. So, uh, uh, Adam, uh, uh, let me ask you, are, are, are you a trained actor? Did you go to, I know your father was, you know, New York actor and uh, I'm sure did training. I tried to look up and see what kind of yeah. training he did. But did you go to class, take classes and anything? I did. Acting? And what did I you did. do? I did. I,
2: I, I um, well, I, I grew up um from age uh, 11 to 18, I, I lived, uh, my family lived in, in the West Village of New York, Greenwich Village, and we were literally blocks away from, from the HB Studios, the, the Herbert Berghoff Studios, which is a renowned acting school in New York. And uh, when I was, I guess, about 13 or 14, I, I asked if I could start taking uh, kids' classes there. And um, and did that. And actually, uh, one of my earliest jobs was was in a play that Herbert Berghoff himself directed. Um, And then around, you know, I think around the time that you and I worked together, Bill, I I, I had moved out to L.A. and had I became uh, I did a a film called Baby Blue Marine with the with the uh, brilliant uh, Bruno Kirby, who. Oh, yeah passed away um, um, tragically uh, close to 14 years ago now. Um, and um, he became my best friend. And he he at the time was studying with uh, the, the teacher that probably was the most influential teacher I had as an actor, uh, a woman by the name of Peggy Fury. And uh, she and her husband, uh, Bill Trailer had a studio here that was filled with... Uh, with really talented people and uh and it was a very very creative very inspiring uh place to be and uh, and i i studied there for for a few years um and uh and oh oh her a great deal yeah
0: do you think you can teach someone to act <clears throat> or can you just make them better i mean do you think a person not you specifically but do you think teaching you can teach people to act or do you think they have to have that, that essence of fire, in
2: the, in, in them anyway? Well, I think it's a combo platter. You know, I I I, I feel like um, I don't think you can teach everybody to act. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there there are some people I think that are are just always going to be unable to shed uh, a certain level of self consciousness or or right. Or find, That's find a good a word for it. Yeah, find a level of freedom or comfort or or enjoy it enough to do it. Because ultimately, I think I I think almost anybody can learn to act, but they have to they have to enjoy the process enough to kind of submit to um, the changes that it puts you through. Um, But but if someone's if someone's game and willing, they, they can I think they can come in with. Very little idea of what they're doing, and and be guided. So uh, I, I think, I, I guess the answer is yes, yes and no. I I, I feel like um, I, I feel like almost anybody can can uh, grow tremendously as a performer uh, through through good teaching, um, but they have to have a grain of something that that's giving them the drive to want to do that. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Uh, do, do you think all teachers are good actors? No. Or did you ever find? No. No. I, I, just I, good I, teachers. Think,
2: I think there are some people that I think there are some people that are. Um, are very much more limited in their ability, in their personal abilities as an actor than they are as a teacher. Some people are just gifted with the ability to see and nurture talent in other people that, that, that they don't necessarily, they don't necessarily fly um, and 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 blossom as performers themselves, uh, and and the reverse is true too. I think there are some really brilliant actors that wouldn't have a clue as to how to help anybody really be um, capitalizing on their talents.
0: So. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah. Um. now, now you did. Uh, you acted for a while and then you turned into a director uh, talk about a little bit about how that happened
2: um I, uh, I i i was fortunate enough to get start getting acting work quite early on you know i i, I was acting sporadically in, in high school um professionally um taking classes by the time i graduated from high school i had a i had a an agent in new york that had a branch office in los angeles and they had been telling me that as soon as i got out of high school i should come out to la because they felt that they could get me work and uh so i saved up i saved up some of the money that i had made on on a couple of commercials and i moved out to la when i graduated and they were right i i started working uh early on And um, and I, I had the good fortune to to be doing a lot of television and I I I was startled by how rarely I worked with directors that would talk to me as an actor in any way that fundamentally changed my idea of what it was I was doing most of the direction I I, I remember receiving early on had to do with kind of uh, pace and traffic control and telling me what the shot was, but it was so rare that anybody would talk to me about the values of the scene or kind of say something that I felt would broaden my my idea of what what the scene was really about. Um, And and I've just found myself thinking more and more. You know, uh, this is what I associated uh, as being the main job of a director, and very few people were doing it. And yeah, there very are, there really
1: are very few actors directors. It seems right.
2: Well, I don't I don't know that that may used to have been the case, mm. but but there there are more and more. Um, more and more actors seem to be wanting to kind of straddle that line. And, and when they get into the position that, that they can, you know, that they're in enough demand or they're entrenched enough on their own show as a yeah. cast member, that they, they can parlay that into an opportunity to direct. There, there are some, some people that get that opportunity and then find that it's, it's uh, not their cup of tea or it's more work than they had bargained for. Um, but I felt like, you know, at that time, I felt like there was plenty that I didn't know about directing. A lot of the technical aspects and uh, and certainly um, aspects of production that I, I I felt like I was still relatively green in. But I but I felt like given the fact that I, I could bring that to the table, the idea that I, I felt like I could talk to actors and 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 convey what I felt the scene could be or the depth that they could go to as an actor. Uh, All the other stuff I felt like I could ask for help with, you know, and that's That's why they have those people.
0: That's That's why they have cinematographers and lighting people and stuff like that.
2: Uh, yeah. And not to not to minimize the uh, the importance of, of I think uh, I think the best directors are the ones that have a broad uh, understanding of, of every aspect of filmmaking. But 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 it's entirely possible to to accumulate that um, on the job as long as you have something that you're really bringing to the table. And and I felt like my ability to work with actors and get Depth out of a scene um, gave me enough uh, uh, enough uh, credit that that I could I could put myself in that position and ask for help, sure. and uh, and that's what I ended up doing. And I and and to some extent I'm I'm very much still doing that. You know, um, every every crew every set is a is a virtual you know library of Congress of expertise and. Um, and inspiring ideas. And I just find myself as a director, you know, asking for input because I'm, I'm always pleased when it's the, the collaborative efforts of, of an entire company that, that, that creates the final product,
0: you know, it's a, it's, it's art through committee.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, (laughs) ultimately not committee so much because I think there has to be someone that's finally making the- Right, You have to be a
0: captain, but everybody's got their jobs. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, but but I I, I do think that it's amazing how much a crew will become engaged and invested when they feel like their input is being welcomed. And uh, and that's that's something that I consciously try to do as a director.
0: I've always thought taking direction from someone who is or was an actor was always great. I always liked mm-hmm. had, and Not that yes. everybody has to be an actor, but I just felt that they f- felt. Uh, it's like st- stand-up comedy. You know, people that uh, have never done it that don't totally understand it, and to, yes. to take direction from an actor, from a guy who's a person or a woman who's been there and and knows what I'm, what the actor is going through, and has yeah. an insight to that's always going to be a, a better direction.
2: Yeah, sure. It, it's sure. it's hard sometimes for i think non-acting directors uh at, at least non-acting directors that haven't put a certain kind of time in to be able to speak to actors in a way that's not just result oriented you know i want you to be angrier i want you to be happier or you know why, why you know as opposed to talking about what what is going on in in that beat or that relationship that that automatically creates that result if you if you talk about it in those terms, um, and uh, and it allows the the actor or actress to to be kind of coming at it from the inside out as opposed to a superficial adjustment.
0: How 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 does a director get a job? <laughs> I know actors, you know, <laughs> they show them they're real and you go in an audition, uh, but but how did I know, you know, if producers are looking for a director for a project. Yes. Uh, they look at your real, obviously, or whatever it is you do. Yes. But is there a thing where you go in and sit and talk to them and, and, and you know, like a job interview type of thing of how you see the project and how they see the project and uh, yes, yeah, this will work and no, this guy doesn't have anything idea what we're doing.
2: On, on occasion, um, you know, I think everybody's, everybody's trajectory is different. I, I can tell you how I got jobs initially and, and how I get jobs now, and it has shifted somewhat. Uh, you know, initially, I, I, I made it clear whenever I was hired on, on a series as a regular or as a recurring character, um, that, that directing was something I was interested in. So, you know, it's, it starts with, it starts with communicating that it's, it's something that you're passionate about. And what that led to for me was the opportunity to start observing in a, in a, in a formal way, uh, where I got to shadow directors, um, and go, you know to the meetings in pre-production be on set when an episode was being shot and then go into the editing room and watch the post-production process um i did that um on uh, on a show i did that on several shows i did that on on saint elsewhere and then i did that on a show that i was on called a year in the life and um and a year in the life was a, a really well-written beautiful production that was unfortunately very short-lived uh but um, um it, it richard kiley won an emmy for best actor in that show and i had put a certain amount of time in observing on that and the show was canceled after one season, but the same producers went on to do Northern Exposure. Um, and I, I got hired in a a really wonderful recurring role on that show and the credit that I had accumulated, um, observing on, on a year in the life kind of spilled over into Northern Exposure. So by, by the, I think it was either the second or third season of the show, they gave me an opportunity to direct an episode. Oh, and once once I had directed one episode of a show, it was then something in every future deal that I had as an actor that I, I, I kind of said, hey, uh, you know, I'll, I'll sign the I'll sign the deal for five years on this show if it goes that long. But in year but in season two or three, um, you got to give me an episode to direct. And it it translated to that being my opportunity on a couple of shows. And then I, I, I finally got to the point where, you know, I had, I had enough episodes that I had done under those circumstances that I started getting booked on shows purely as a director, not, not, I had no affiliation as an actor on the show. And that was a big transition. Um, And, by that point i had a directing agent who then could submit me for things and it's a combo platter of you know showing them other work you've done letting them see you're real and then right. I'm, I'm assuming a uh, word of mouth where you know i know now having been a producer on shows that when we're considering a director for an episode and I'm not familiar with their work or familiar with them in, in great uh, detail. I'll I'll call other people on other shows and say, you know, what was your experience working with this guy? Is he good with actors? Is she? Does she have a good visual sense? You know, blah blah blah. Right. And uh, and so it's a it's <laughs> it's a combo of 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 things that 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 leads you to I think being able to book book an episode. And at this point now I've worked with enough producers that there's a, there's a small, uh, stable of people that if they have a show up and running, um, I am a likely candidate for someone getting a call saying, Hey, will you come do an episode or two? Um, because we've had, we've had some track record together.
0: Do you think a director can direct themselves as an actor? Um I know Clint I, Eastwood
2: I, does it. Yeah, I and, I I've actually done that um have a you? couple of times. Yeah. Um is it just it, thanks I mean, to video
0: playback that you can do it?
2: That, that that certainly doesn't hurt. Um but it's also um at a certain point it's it's instinct and not you know not to bore everybody with the with the the intricacies of this kind of stuff but
1: No, I love shit like you that.
2: Know, <laughs> on the on on the early like i said on the early directing opportunities i had um it was on shows that i had already established myself as an actor and uh and as a result of that it was a, a crew and a character excuse me it was a crew and a character that i was familiar with and um and so it the, the other thing that would tend to happen quite often is that they would they would sort of try to tailor it so that the episodes that I was directing w- didn't involve a lot of really heavy lifting as an actor um, mm-hmm. so that so that um you know just 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 to kind of protect both sides of the equation um, and and so it, it was a character that i knew it was it was. It, it was an environment that i was very comfortable in and the acting part of it um almost became a little bit of a, a a kind of cursory exercise in just getting the job done so that i could get back to the the more challenging aspect of directing i see um and i i you know i would i would almost the, the danger for me sometimes would be that i i would short I would shortchange myself as as an actor because I I didn't want to I didn't want to I didn't want to waste time doing a lot of extra takes on my performance um, <laughs> and, and and I you know I I, I didn't want to piss off the other actors uh, by paying too much attention to myself as an actor <laughs> um, it, it was bad enough that I had already slept with myself to get the job so. I, <laughs>
1: See <laughs> that's that's terrible. That's terrible. You have no idea where you've been.
2: I didn't want to rub salt in that wound, if you know what I mean.
0: Um what 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 do you pr- prefer to do? Uh of uh, stage or sitcoms or uh film type shows.
2: That's a really tough question and I I, yeah, I, I and I know. never have I never have one pat answer for it. I I there are elements of each there are elements of each arena that that are are really really enticing you know there, there's there's very little that that compares to the rush of being on stage with a live audience oh, and and right, having right. and having everything click you know and, f- and and there's something about the immediacy of that and the um, the i don't know it's 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 something really unique and out of body experience to that um but there's also something really beautiful about the 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 kind of clockwork uh precision of 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 making film you know and uh and the amount of collaborative effort that goes into that and and that kind of magical moment of, of stepping back and looking at the sum total of you know the, the the efforts of the past month all coming together in this this sort of you know magical moving picture thing. But, so I, I, I don't I don't have a favorite. I, I do know that, that, that sitcoms uh, for me certainly the multi-camera with a live audience is a that's a very challenging hybrid for me um because it's it's um it's really hard to modulate the desire to play for the audience um while remembering that there's a camera right up in your face you know it's it's it, you know, unless someone has a, a, a really firm grasp of what they're doing, it, it it kind of invites a sort of overacting that can be dangerous, I think.
1: How do you how do you attenuate that?
2: Uh, well, in my case, it's it's by having cultivated the the, the ability to just having no one hire me for, <laughs> for multicam. <laughs> um, that,
1: you know, that's the simple solution. Isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, you have a hard I, time uh,
0: watching yourself. Oh, I was going to say,
2: um, I, I have a hard time watching myself when I'm when I'm not doing good work. Um, when when I've, I've been fortunate enough to be in things that that everything's clicking, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I I I'm okay watching myself. Um, and and uh, I I don't think I'm generically like hypercritical of myself. You know, some people are some people just freak out and right. it's the it's 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 a kind of um it's it's the steroids reaction of of people when they hear their voice on a tape recorder for the first time It's like, that's what, exactly. how, weird, how, how weird is that uh but i i again i've been doing it for so long that i i'm, I'm sort of used to seeing myself and i i'm i'm not shocked by anything other than how old I'm getting. (laughs) Aren't we all? Aren't we all?
0: So, um, what do you do when you're not working? Do you you like to travel with uh, your wife? Or, uh, do you collect anything? That's always a question I like to ask people if they
2: collect Um, anything. I, I, I'm not a big, I'm not a big collector. Um, I, um, I love traveling, um, I, I, and uh, my, my wife and I have enjoyed traveling, you know, both for leisure and she comes with me whenever I work, which right. has brought us to a lot of wonderful places. And we had the, we had the opportunity to actually work together because she, she ended up being uh, one of the producers on Get Shorty, so we, we, we had the pleasure of working together on that and, and that, that shot all over the place we were in Albuquerque and Vancouver and Los Angeles and um, I love to cook um, I ah. uh, yeah I, 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 um, I, I take I take great pride in uh, you know building my repertoire as a, as a
0: cook so if I came over for dinner what would you fix me I'd well, fix you I chicken
2: would, and dumplings first Ooh. you well chicken and dumplings would would uh would be a lovely uh, way to go big, uh, well, big dumplings I, I, not
0: the little ask, ones
2: i would ask what, what you were in the mood to eat before i i would just oh. lay anything on you but i make a i make a great chili verde i i make uh, an excellent steak i um, I've, I've recently been uh, making I, I started getting really nostalgic and remembering my, my grandmother making a, a brilliant stuffed cabbage. And I, I decided I wanted to kind of master a really good stuffed cabbage. Mm. We, um, we made short ribs the other night that um, our, our, we discovered in the middle of it that our oven was not calibrated correctly. So they were they were cooking at too low a temperature and, and we kind of screwed it up as an entree. But I, I salvaged them by, by turning it into a uh, a, a short rib ragu and I just uh, braised I just braised it in um, in a really great tomato sauce for mm-hmm. hours yeah and uh, and served that over some uh, some rigatoni uh, so it would depend on what you're in the mood for Bill what, it, what you yeah. gotta let me know what you're, what you're I'm very you're eclectic the guy you know. where's, where's
0: where's your favorite place to eat in L A
2: um not not there
0: aren't that there are probably several
2: yeah there there are several i i i i'm a huge fan of of the david chang restaurant uh major domo downtown uh we've had we've had uh probably a half a dozen meals there and every one of them has been stellar um there's a um there's a a uh there's a shabu shabu restaurant in little tokyo mm. called um kagaya k a g a y a that is it's it's a tiny little place it's been there for years it is absolutely superb um and uh and then we we had we had a great we had a great anniversary meal at providence which, which uh which which is an extraordinary experience, but it's it's not one that I could do on a regular basis. It's a real special occasion place. Oh, what kind of food is that? Uh, it's primarily God. seafood, but it's it's oh. super like super high uh, high, you know, haute cuisine like really oh. Michelin starred. Multi-multi course. Uh, what's the what's menu. what's
1: the dish? What's the killer app there?
2: Ah, God, you know, I I, I actually uh, I remember the entire experience, but I don't remember the individual dishes that, that clearly. Was, was but, it one of those things it, where you get like seventeen courses. Exactly. Yeah. So right. It's, it's hard to like pick a standout, you know.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've got the website up. The tasting menu looks insane.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. We, we, when, when we were working on get shorty, uh, when, when we got married, uh, my wife and I, and the, um, our, our wedding gift from the, um, the, the cast, uh, of the show was, uh, was a, a, a kind of all, all, you know, all, all systems go meal at Providence. And it it just was mind blowing. Um, it was also the drunkest I've ever been in my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we, we do, they, 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 do. You do the wine pairing, you know. And, and there's like a glass of wine served with every, every one of the 15 courses. By the time you're done, you're just like calling your Uber and stumbling out into the street. But uh, sounds it lovely. A, it was a nice mm. special occasion.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> let me let me ask you something about the uh, the hard part of uh being an actor which is actually i think a whole different skill set which is the audition i mean if you if you can't get the audition you're not going to get the job and you're not going to get the academy award or or whatever like that any tips on auditions i I personally have found out sometimes the less of a shit i give about the (laughs) the audition you know that the better i do and that sometimes producers can smell fear
2: yes Um, they can smell fear as, as can bees. Um, but, uh, I, you know, one of the, one of the great pieces of advice that I got from my father actually was, um, about auditioning. And, and he said, you know, the, the mistake that a lot of people make about auditions is thinking that. The people you're auditioning for know exactly what they're looking for. They don't, most of the time, know exactly what they're looking for. they They're using the they're using the audition process as a as a chance to sort of galvanize their ideas about about what it is that's needed. And so, rather than trying to suss out what you think everybody wants you're much better served if you make a strong choice based on the material that excites you as an actor and and plays to your strengths and committing to that because if if that clicks then you'll go in there and define for them what they want um and and that really resonated for me that that's great advice
0: Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's great advice. Yeah, um, I, I was going to ask you if you had any advice from your father. That, but that that I think that's certainly advice because you want the, them to remember you. Oh, that's right. the guy that did that. Yes, that's, that's mm. the choice he made. That was different than any other choices yeah.
2: that came yeah. in here.
0: You
1: got to I think you got to remember the potential for it to be symbiotic, where they can actually learn something from you, too. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And and, and there's another uh, there's another you know, more practical element of it too, which is if, if you're, if you're making a strong choice and you're committed to that and, 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 and you go in there and, and, you know, feel good about that, then they may, they may end up deciding for a half a dozen reasons that they're not going to cast you in the role that you came in reading for. But, Mm You'll make an impression, and they may recast you in another role in that episode or that project. Or, you know, if you're auditioning for a role in a in in an episode of a uh, long-standing series, they're going to be doing other episodes. You know, the, the, I've been in the room plenty of times with casting directors when when I've been there as a director, where people have said, you know, well. Based on the actress that we'd be pairing this actor up with, this isn't going to work for whatever reason. But that audition was fucking awesome, mm-hmm. and we've got to we've got to find something for that person to do. And um, and 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 so an episode or two later, or even in that episode, there's another role that they go, you know, he's not he's not for whatever reason right for this, but we. He'd be great as this character. So go in and make choices that you feel passionate about and that play to your strengths, and you'll always be well served for that.
0: I, I absolutely yeah. agree. That's a great answer. Mm. That's a great answer. Adam, it's a Kirkenbauer half an hour. Uh, I think we've gone over that. I, I mm. think we're gonna be fined a few dollars for that. I could talk I, I could, let, I, uh, could I could
1: talk I could talk for another hour, honestly. <laughs> yeah.
2: I love listen. the fact that, that given the fact that the show is named the Kirkenbauer half an hour, I, I actually texted you earlier today saying how long should we expect <laughs> to be doing this? <laughs> you <laughs> did. And
0: and and and, and uh, it's been more than listen. Thank you my my friend. Thank I you. appreciate Thank you coming you. on the show. Hey, I'm
1: glad we could patch up all this bad blood between you and Bill.
0: There's no no bla- bad
1: blood. <laughs> it was just
0: me, you know, my my insecurity. I, okay,
1: I understand, silent. but I love see I, I love watching you squirm. Well, I did. I squirmed. I,
2: I squirmed
0: right out of my pants.
2: Now, now the, the tag team element of it begin because I, I, with my insecurities, now I can walk away from this, going like, "He must have really hated me for all those." <laughs> no, I didn't. That's the thing. I didn't. I
0: didn't. I didn't. I- <laughs> <laughs> it's, not at all. it's not at all. I just kind of, you know, you're just kind of a low key kind of guy. And and, and it comes across in your act. And just, I just kind of felt like I, uh, but that's that's great. I think we've solved a lot of problems and it's been great reminiscing. I think you've given us a, a great insight into what you're doing. And what, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, No, not not at the moment. Okay.
2: No, I... I uh... I think it would be far too topical if i was to plug anything through. oh yeah well <laughs> <chance>. um <laughs> it was really good That's, to talk to you bill adam and, uh, okay a, thank you adam a
1: fun time what an honor and uh
2: yeah. yes we appreciate it
0: this is a kirkenbauer half an hour to the second power with bill kirkenbauer and jason willway post production by chad watson sponsored by ClearClick and cad audio
2: a legends of comedy production